having the opportunity to spend time with Andy Andrews makes you want to have more time to spend with Andy Andrews. Really just an incredibly humble and yet self-aware and other-aware individual. You know, he is incredible in his presentation style. I hope you have a chance to watch him on video, listen to some of his audio recordings, because his use of humor, storytelling are just absolutely magnificent. And yet having this opportunity individually to just chat with him gives us a greater sense of where he came from, and how he got started, and the tragedies that he faced in losing both of his parents. He obviously does a lot of thinking, and not just thinking, but realizing. And realizing is even more important than just thinking. He is a grateful person that comes through strongly, and does have that gift of being able to simplify various difficult concepts and make them palatable, make them manageable, make them something we can all handle. Um, when I asked him about what do you do when you hit brick walls, he said, there's always going to be some everybody's got points when they feel like they can't get past it. And he said that there were three things that he does. Now, he said there were two, but I think there were really three. He says, first of all, do something. Years ago, an advisor, mentor of mine said, you know, action is almost always better than inaction. And any kind of motion, any kind of motion helps our mental frame. It helps our physical frame. It helps our emotional frame. So do something is what he said. Uh, even if we're moving slowly, Slow motion's better than no motion. A slow-mo better than no-mo. So do something. Second, he says, ask good questions, not useless questions. Useless questions are things like, why does this happen to me? Or maybe I'm just not good, am I? You know, these types of things, because our subconscious mind is going to answer whatever we hit it for. And so we need to ask more appropriate questions that call for some creativity and help us figure it out. What's another way to do this is a great question, which helps us with perspective. And then third, he says, remember, there is a proof of hope, and that is the fact that we are still breathing. And as long as we're still breathing, there is always hope. This was just absolutely tremendous what he had to say. He spoke about progress sometimes going slowly. And yet the fact is it's necessary to listen to that voice that says, get up, get going, let's do something, let's keep learning, let's still trying, continuing how that can work. Over the years, as he's learned how to put these principles into simple form, he's done it through books, he's done it through his recordings, he's done it through speeches, he's done it on television, but I think it's his personal example that makes a huge difference. He spoke about how perspective is so key in life, backing up the lens and seeing things from a different angle because it's so key. And probably the thing that I was most moved by was his discussion about the importance of forgiveness. You know, that when we harbor a grudge, it's almost like feeding a part of ourselves that craves that. But harboring the grudge ends up hurting the one that does the harboring which is so true. He says, forgiveness has to be unconditional. And realizing that forgiveness is not about what the other person did. It's about us. It's about choosing to let it go. And that when we can do that, then we can discern the difference between forgiving someone and trusting them. That forgiveness deals with things in the past of which we must let go. Trust is about things in the future. That was extremely powerful and so important. I would encourage all of you, if you've not yet read The Traveler's Gift, to read it. Because Joshua Chamberlain, who led the final successful turnaround charge with no bullets left at Gettysburg, was also named to accept the surrender of the Confederate side. And one of the first things that he did was to say, in a dignified way, he conveyed that that was forgiven and that it's important that we move forward. In thinking about some of the most important moves of diplomacy in history, one was after World War II, uh, when the Marshall Plan was created. When General Marshall, who was the architect of that plan, realized that we have an adversary who's been defeated, and to just defeat them and beat them down further is not going to move the world forward. 
And so forgiveness is something that we can control and that we can all work toward in such a good way. I'm inspired after talking to Andy to, to read more biographies because those biographies give us insights into real people and things that they've done and how important that is. And when we do avoid that temptation to coast, then we gain momentum and momentum helps us always do well. I don't know if you can recall what he said about momentum, but I do. He says, when we've got good momentum going, it helps us perform better than we really are. And when we don't have momentum, we do worse than we really are. I thought that was powerful. So whatever we do, let's don't just sit on it. Let's move forward. Let's keep in motion. And those things are going to make a big difference. So I'm very grateful for Andy Andrews. I'm inspired by what he had to say. I hope you are as well. And we look forward to more in the future. So again, this is Dan Moore. Thank you so much for being a part of the Action Catalyst. 